0: Good morning. Welcome to Breakfast with Kent. For Monday, May 17th, 2021, we're brought to you by the great people of today's dentistry, as always, Dr. Mike O'Neill, the best dentist that there is. Call him, make him your dentist. You can do it today like I did 27 years ago. I've never gone to another one. Take control of your dental health, 317-849-2933. Punch subscribe, hit like, ring the bell. Let's talk about sports sports. The Colts, less than four months away from the season opener. Those first five games, absolutely huge. The first two at home, the next three on the road, you got the Seahawks and the Rams at Lucas Oil Stadium, and then you've got three games on the road that are absolutely critical to what the Colts are going to be able to get done in 2021. The cool part of the NFL season is that it happened so quickly. With baseball, you've got 162 games. With the NFL, you've got 17, so you better get cracking quick because if you dig yourself a hole, you got a problem. So those first five games, Seahawks, man, you better be rolling right. You don't know whether you're going to have uh, Eric Fisher and for at, at what point in the season he's going to come back from that torn Achilles. You just don't know. You don't know about Dio... Uh, Odangbo, you don't know about him and his Achilles. When's he going to be back? Can Pay deliver as a, a rookie? A lot of question marks with this team. So Seahawks, Rams, then you've, got, uh, you've also got the Titans in week four you, or week three. You are at Miami and you're at Baltimore in week five. If you start the season two and three, you got shot at something. If you dig yourself a deeper hole than that, one and four, you're really not in a position to compete for a playoff spot. One and four, and then to the playoffs, even with the extra game, really, really tough. Why is Frank Reich so convinced that Carson Wentz is the guy after he put together a season where in 12 games, he led the NFL in sacks, 50, and he led the NFL in interceptions with 15? Why is Frank Reich so confident that Wentz is the guy? We're going to ask him today on Inside Indiana Sports Now. That'll post at about 3 o'clock. We'll talk. Frank Reich's doing a Zoom with the Indianapolis media. He's going to be asked why the confidence in Carson Wentz. That's the overriding question as we look ahead to OTAs and then minicamp and then uh, the regular uh, training camp and then the regular season. Can Wentz bounce back? to 2017 levels, 18 level, 19 level, they can still win, 17, they can win big, 20, that version of Carson Wentz, you can't win, now the Eagles had a lot of problems on their O line, he was throwing to weapons on the exterior of that offense, those wide receivers, who were practice squad guys, you know, that, that takes its toll with a guy like Carson Wentz, that begets mistakes, and there were a lot of mistakes. It wasn't all the line. It wasn't all the weapons. Carson Wentz lost confidence in himself, delivered the ball poorly as the season went on. Is that going to be able to be fixed this season? One, The reason I have confidence in Carson Wentz is that I had none in Phillip Rivers. And Phillip Rivers absolutely shut me up at the age of 39. He was terrific last year, minus that final drive against the Bills at Buffalo in the playoffs. Other than that... He did absolutely the it, it, what you felt comfortable asking of Phillip Rivers, you absolutely got. Uh, the Pacers, they earned the nine seed in the NBA play-in deal. You've got 10 seeds in the playoffs this year, and in the bottom four of those 10 in each conference, they have a play-in scenario where they can secure the eight seed or the seven seed, and then the playoffs proper will start, and that'll start tomorrow night for the Pacers at Bankers Life Fieldhouse, that first play-in game that needs to be won by the Pacers in order for a shot at one of the eight seeds in the Eastern Conference. Um, well, at the eight seed, because that's the only one they can get. The nine plays the 10. The loser is out. The seven plays the eight. The loser will play the winner of the 9-10 game. The winner of the 7-8 game becomes the seven seed seed. The loser of that game, like I said, plays the winner of the 9-10 game, and then the winner of that game winds up being the eight seed. So the Pacers need to beat Charlotte tomorrow night to stay in the play-in deal and then play the loser of the 7-8. Are you confused yet? Of course you are, because this is not simplicity itself. Sports fans need simple, Right you, you got to, like, here it is, top eight, eight plays one, two plays seven, three plays six, four plays five. We understand that. Nine plays ten, and seven plays eight, the winner plays the loser, and th- then, what? I, I get very confused. Anyway, somehow, some way, the Pacers, they need to win twice as the nine seed in this play-in deal to become the eight seed. That's really all you need to know. It's, I guess it's not really that complicated when you break it down like that. Yesterday, the Pacers won their season finale against the Toronto Raptors, 125 113. O'Shea Brissett with 13 or 31 points, 10 rebounds. Uh, Domas Sabonis, another double double, 25 and 16. Pacers finished the regular season 34 and 38, first losing season since 2014 2015. They were one and two this season against Charlotte uh and and so there you go and this series is going to be about who plays and who doesn't play can Malcolm Brogdon play can Jeremy Lamb play can Miles Turner play what what are you going to have if you're the Pacers and can Gordon Hayward hadn't played in a long time for the Charlotte Hornets is he going to be able to play who are they going to be able to put on the floor and is it worth it anyway I mean if you're If the best you can get is being the eight seed going up against the top seed and and being chum in the water in that first round, you know, what are you doing? Uh, And that's why the play-in is ridiculous. All this, you know, drama over who gets to be anted up to the 1 and the 2 seeds in the East and, and, you know, be the speed bumps in the playoffs as they move on to the second round. IU soccer, they got a chance to win their ninth national championship tonight. That's a big deal. That game is going to be held in Cary, North Carolina. And Indiana beating Pitt made that possible. Indiana won 1-0 on Friday night against Pitt. They played tonight against Marshall, who beat North Carolina in the other semifinal. Good for Indiana and Todd Gagley. A great season this year. Nine national championships would be absolutely awesome. Indiana favored in this game. Uh, Marshall kind of ripped through their end of the bracket, being a little bit unheralded. Indiana beating a a Pitt team that really kind of dominated play on Friday night. Uh, But you know what, it's it's about how many goals you score, not about how many chances you have or how many minutes you possess the ball. Pitt possessed the ball 61% of the time on Friday night, but that's not how you win soccer games. They hit the crossbar with a shot that almost then bounced in it didn't that's the key the soccer gods sometimes they smile on you sometimes they don't friday night they smiled on indiana uh michael Durr, still weighing his options indiana with that extra scholarship now that jerome hunter has been uh has left the program you know schools never talk about why or at least they don't in the moment they don't say this kid did that what whatever at least they don't do it publicly and so there's been no public acknowledgement of a specific reason for Jerome Hunter leaving. But one thing you can bet is that Mike Woodson is not tolerating nonsense. You Either you treat the honor of playing for Indiana as an honor, or you forfeit that honor. And that's where kind of the rubber is meeting the road down in Bloomington. You either, they, it, this, is, this is a privilege to play at Indiana, and if you don't treat it as such, if you think, well, you know, I can go anywhere and I can play, I, I, I'm, I'm really good, and I'm in the rotation, and blah, blah, blah. You're going to have a tough time staying at Indiana under Mike Woodson. It's critical to set culture. It, it, set it, enforce it, bring consequences against those who don't respect it. That's how you make sure a culture is adhered to. Jerome Hunter, no longer with the, the program, Enough said. So Michael Durr, the seven footer out of South Florida, who transferred to Virginia Tech. Then Illinois hired the assistant from Virginia Tech who recruited Michael Durr. And now Durr is said adios to the Hokies. Hopefully, uh, Indiana is a port in the storm for him because Indiana could use the front court depth that Durr, a seven footer, would bring. 7.8 points a game. Uh, 8.9 rebounds a game good on the offensive glass Michael Durer would be a terrific component to a, a front court down in Bloomington and Indiana got some news over the weekend, they got a transfer from USC, a running back Steven Carr, he's transferring, uh, 1,329 yards in 4 years with the Trojans 12 TDs, 57 catches for 421 yards more depth at the running back position and that's a good thing for Tom Allen and the Hoosiers who continued to go get guys that, like, didn't used to consider Indiana, and I'm still not used to this. It's kind of like, um, you know, for so many years, the temperature of Indiana football was like Lake Michigan, right? Really, really cold in, in May, especially. You get into the water, and you're like, damn, it's cold. And then you get used to it. And you say, you know what? This is fine. We don't need to go into the games. The tailgate parties are really the reason we're there, to spend time with friends. And then the water kind of warms, and you think, well, the cold water's coming. You know, this water's always cold. So we're just waiting for the return of the cold. We're going to enjoy the warm while it's here, but the the cold's coming. Maybe the cold's not coming back. Maybe Tom Allen's got this thing pivoted to where the water's going to be warm for a long time. We'll see. The Indiana football fans are pessimists by nature, and that pessimism has been rewarded a tremendous amount over the last 50 years. Uh, Let's celebrate some birthdays, shall we? Uh, Randy Drouts, happy birthday. Chris Cherry, happy birthday. Dan Stevens, Kerr Feliciano, Kevin Jackson, and Mark Reed, happy birthday. If today is your birthday, you celebrate like hell if it's not your birthday, celebrate somebody else that's best done with an honest and specific compliment. Uh, Friday, we didn't have an Inside Indiana Sports Now because uh, we went to Chicago for my mom's 80th birthday uh, celebration, a gazillion cousins and their kids, and a wonderful family reunion of about 25 or 30 got together and and gave my my mom a big, giant collective hug, Uh, and it, it was a hug 80 years in the making and and absolutely well deserved and wonderful and speaking of lake michigan we had a picture taken at at the bluff in lake bluff with lake michigan in the background we visited our old houses uh went in my mom's uh old old place of residence the apartment on scranton which was wonderful and and so nice to the lady who lived there to allow us in to kind of look around poke around it's been 42 years since uh all of it. my mom's mom and our grandmother lived there, uh, a great kind of nucleus for our family. And, and we walked around, it was like walking back in a time machine. It was unbelievable and wonderful and well earned by my mom and, and well put together by my sister and uh, just so nice. But we didn't have an inside sports now. We will have one today, and Frank Reich's going to be on it. We'll talk to you about three o'clock this afternoon. Cannot wait to hear what Frank Reich has to say about Carson Wentz.